Internet, welcome to episode 55 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made you mad online this week. Guess what? Our podcast is now old enough to get a senior's rebate card or discount card. This is only going to work for like another like 30 episodes and then it would be like our podcast is now old enough to die mercifully. I think another funny thing is that our podcast is finally the age of old man to uh, meet up with my cantankerousness. Cantankeriety? Is cantankerousness a word? No. Isness? What would it be? Do we suddenly concern? Are we concerned that the words we're using <laughs> well, are correct? I, I only want to use real words <laughs> on that, this podcast. Is that true? Yeah, I feel like maybe after fifty-five episodes and over a year and a half, it's time I try to legitimize my opinions and seem like they're smart. You were reading some uh, some articles online. Yeah. I noticed before. So, what you dropped was was it QAnon? Do we want to do we want to just jump? Well, we might. Do we want to banter a bit first? We got to you know fluff fluff okay. the crowd. So we celebrated your birthday this weekend. Yeah, I actually on the old person theme, I want to uh, to uh, give a shout out to uh, Rosemary who we went out for dinner for for my birthday last night. Yeah, uh, and at the restaurant we were at, there was a woman celebrating her 90th birthday. Mm-hmm. Totally fucking upstaged me. Had more friends there. They were giving speeches and shit. Uh, really, uh, I was I was not happy about the situation. Yeah, I think like most of it is like the problem is when you're our age, our friends are like, oh, why you're turning 38? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I made other plans to go do whatever in some other city. Sorry, I can't make it or. I have to work too early or I don't like you that much. So I'm not going to bother coming to your birthday. But when you're fucking 90, it's like, well, you're one of the 20 people left alive. I know (laughs) who I can talk to without trying to figure out technology. I just want to hear your stories about World War One again. Yeah. And they probably only meet up in real life once every however many years for milestone birthdays. Like we see each other all the time. So it's like, yeah, whatever. It's your birthday. And you're like, yeah, whatever. It's your birthday. And it's like noted but if we were 90 and we had to like work up for a week just to make sure like streamline our bodies so they'd hold up just for a night of going out on the town we'd probably all try to make it happen on the same night wouldn't you say yes so basically what i mean is you shouldn't feel bad that rosemary who turned 90 had a bigger turnout than you because still angry about it. One, she's more attractive than you. She was. Two, (laughs) even I liked her better than you. I mean, she had a certain charisma. She was, she was inspired. The best part was like your, your girlfriend, Andrea actually wanted to to ditch our birthday party to go hang out with this old woman. My girlfriend, I love her. And it's kind of weird because she has this annoying trait where she loves talking to strangers, much to my very much dismay because to me, being trapped in a conversation with a stranger is pretty much one of the like levels of hell that I never want to endure if I could get out of it. And she's like, oh, I just want to know her whole life story. And I'm like, what? No, you don't. I'm not waiting three hours for you to awkwardly talk to Rosemary, the 90-year-old. I mean, she's 90. That's all I need to know about her. I mean... I'm sure she has some interesting things to say. Probably not. But Think of all the like old people you know and like what what do they talk about? 
predominantly the weather, what their parents did to them. What? No, that really? They're like, <laughs> my parents did this differently than parents do now. And you're like, that's nice. That was like 70 years ago, Rosemary, or fucking 80 years ago, Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary. Probably her late husband, because I bet he punched out. Anyway, Rosemary, if you're listening, uh, we wish you the happiest birthday and, yeah, and best luck uh, over your next 90 years. And I don't want to uh, alienate any of our 90-year-old listeners. Who, uh, if you want to have a conversation with a young person and feel like you're not going to die alone, my girlfriend would love to hear from you. <laughs> and you can <laughs> Here's te- her phone number. You can text me on Facebook and I will forward you to her and you guys can talk about all the sweet, sweet adventures you had in your existence. All right. That's enough banter. Let's Is jump it? into this QAnon thing. Okay. So. Wait. Wait. To preface this. Uh, this is just, this is a, uh, fucking insane conspiracy theory that has been gaining mainstream traction lately because somebody had it on a sign at one of Donald Trump's latest rallies. Um, Dale, take it away. So this just got dumped in my lap. I love conspiracy theories and QAnon has everything anybody would like. So what they try to say is, where is it? They're trying to give you, okay. This is the writer's explanation of QAnon. Imagine a volatile mix of Pizzagate, Infowars, and the satanic panic of the 1980s, multiplied by the power of the internet and with an extra boost from a handful of conservative celebrities. Boom. I'm like half hard right there. Locked in. Like, I love conspiracy theories. And if you're going to throw in Pizzagate and Infowars, those are like... Two of the most entertaining, well, I guess it's hard to say entertaining because you don't want to because there's kids involved because this is, this is another conservative thing. Okay. Basically saying there's pedophilia rings in Hollywood and. Which for you is, is like, yeah, maybe there are. I'm going to be a super creep. Well, not a super creep, but I'm going to be, I'm just going to say the size Hollywood is, I bet there's at least one pedophilia ring in there. At least. Like. Possibly two. The guy who directed Powder, he's probably involved in that. The guy went to jail for, like, molesting a kid, the movie he made before Powder. How's that for back-checking Disney? Yeah, like, there's definitely definitely pedophiles in Hollywood. Yeah. They're getting those kids from somewhere. There's no way that you can become a professional person who toughs it out through all those, I mean, like, like rejections and all that stuff just so you can pretend to be someone else unless there's something dark you're hiding. Like, I'm not saying all actors are evil inside, but I'd imagine just by sheer number of how many actors there are, there's got to be a couple who are evil. I think we're veering into uh, into uh, Alex Jones' territory. Which, breaking news, Alex Jones' podcasts were removed from uh, Apple Podcasts today. The oh, iTunes. were they? Yeah, just, just recently. Just struck from the internet, so you can imagine most of the other tech companies will uh, shortly be following suit, and Alex Jones is going to lose his fucking mind. Yeah, he is. And you know who he blames? Uh, uh, liberal. (laughs) That's who Alex Jones blames. Let's call Alex Jones for for a live comment. Alex Jones, what do you have to say about the allegations against you? Control freak. Okay. (laughs) All right. Mark Zuckerberg is. (laughs) Yeah, and one of the... Okay, like usually if you tell me there's if you tell me about a conspiracy, I'll 
like entertain you to the point just because sometimes I'm like, yeah, life's a little boring. Maybe if some of these conspiracies were real, then I'd be like, yeah, maybe I'll believe this just to make it more entertaining. But they're saying Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Which, come on, you don't come at the king. Like, you, yeah. you do not fuck with Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's like Mr. Wholesome himself. That's like screeching brakes. All right, get the fuck out of here. This is as bad as Flat Earth. You like, crossed the line. You could have literally said any actor besides Tom Hanks, and I would have been like, you know, I've de- I don't know what Steve Buscemi, for one. The guy looks a little weird. Yeah. Pretty sure he's touched kids at some point. I mean... He is a really good guy, and he was a firefighter, and he did help on 9-11 anonymous, anonymously by going to his old fire hall and helping out victims of 9-11. And if you want to disgrace a man like that, that's free. But I would believe <laughs> I would believe he touched kids before I believe Tom Hanks touched kids. That's true. Like, yeah, there's no actor I would put after Tom Hanks on the touching kids. So for a little background on this QAnon thing, this is like something that came about as a result of like, and maybe all this shit is just a byproduct of people not understanding what 4chan is. Uh, yeah. So 4chan, again, if you're uh, uninitiated, it's it's been um, this anonymous uh, message posting board for... It was basically like Reddit before it was Reddit, but totally anonymous. So people yeah. could just go on there, uh, post whatever the fuck they wanted. There were no consequences ever. It was mm-hmm. like it was used for uh, dealing in a lot of like heinous shit, like uh, child porn, like, um, you know, uh, uh, revenge porn. Yeah. Uh, people who um, had really fucked up. Yeah. Like conspiracy theories like this. And basically, um it's it's been widely regarded as as kind of this like garbage pool and this rallying point for all these like abusers and harassers and and truly awful people and a lot of people go on there because they're just like trolls or uh or bored i mean i used to go on 4chan pretty frequently just to see what fucked up shit kind of lurked in the darkest corners of the internet yeah uh and there were some interesting interesting things i made some like some actual legitimate friends through 4chan but uh, <laughs> don't tell the world that <laughs> you're lumping yourself into a horrible group of people well but that's the thing but then i turned you know like 26 and i was like okay this is fucking this is not a cool thing anymore um yeah like there's a certain age where everybody gets and there's a point where you're like, you're watching everything on the internet, all this terrible shit. You're looking at pictures of dead bodies. Like I used to go to rotten.com. When oh, yeah, that's another good one. From and back that was in the day. terrible. And then you just hit a certain age when you're like, yeah, I just can't watch people die on the internet anymore. Like every time you see a video and it has like tag, like possible death, you're like, I don't want to see this. And like now one of the things I frequent is on Reddit. It's like, what's the worst that could happen? And it's like. It's like people being like walking on too thin of ice. What's the worst that could happen? And they fall through and then they'll have like a guy who's doing something stupid and he falls down and it looks like he hurts himself and you're just like, oh, I can't watch this anymore. So it's like I don't know if I'm becoming like a giant wimp in my old age or if that like little seed of empathy deep down in my heart finally sprouted and maybe I have like almost a human level of functioning empathy so I can't watch people in videos get hurt as much anymore or if somehow there's like 
the internet is feeding this darkness in humanity, and then everybody's turn. Sorry, I just kind of okay. Keep going. Keep no. going. You're on a roll here, man. I was just go- I was just embracing the whole conspiracy theory pedophilia ring thing. Ra- raise your voice a couple decibels and yeah. uh, start getting angry. And I'm already sweaty. One step- <laughs> I'm already sweaty. <laughs> one step away from <laughs> from AJ. I'm looking yeah. at 4chan right now, and yeah, it's the same. It's like mostly uh, memes. Uh, pictures of underage girls. Uh, mm. uh, like, what else is there? Uh, like, just people doing gross shit. Uh, it's not. It's not great. Don't check it out. But anyway, QAnon has come about as a result of um, some guy calling himself Q started just posting crazy conspiracy theories on 4chan. Yeah, probably intended as like a work of, like, fiction or an alternate yeah. reality game or something at some point. And, and then one of the problems with this QAnon conspiracy theory, as the writer who I'm reading on The Guardian points out, is it's just vague enough that if you try to come at it and disprove it, you could just swallow those up by sidestepping it. So it's kind of this big quagmire. As, as is true of all great conspiracy theories, yeah. uh, I was talking to my ex-fiance two weeks ago, and she was telling me how basically she had uh, gotten big into YouTube lately. And I was like, oh, like what What on YouTube? Like, what do you spend your time watching? And she started talking about, like, uh, flat earth shit, for starters, and um, and how the moon landing was fake, which are, like, two, like, those are deep end conspiracy. Yeah, theories. they're like, not. They're not like oh, like nine eleven was an inside job. They're like you have to disregard centuries of science in yeah. order to believe this shit. Yeah, like Pythagoras, the guy basically looked at shadows from sticks, and he's like, oh, the Earth's round. Otherwise, these shadows wouldn't look like this. And that's really all you need to do to prove that the Earth is round. Yeah. So. But even then, she would she would so she would say something, and I would be like, "Well, the science disproves this," and she would be like, "Okay." Her response to everything was, "But then you're listening to someone else who's telling you that this thing is factually correct. Like, oh, the scientists are lying to you about it because they have a vested interest, and oh, the the U.S. government and the U.S. media was lying to you about the moon landing because they have a vested interest. So all this shit kind of stems from a distrust." of the government uh, just authority in general yeah. like people telling you things uh and i think a lot of it is like whatever this is the age of the individual so now mm-hmm. a lot of people are like fuck you who are you to tell me what i believe oh you have your fancy science backing you up <laughs> well i don't have to listen to that i'm an individual i can believe whatever the fuck i want and see this is my main problem with flat earth as a conspiracy theory is like with the moon landing, the people who benefit from it are NASA and the U.S. government because they won the space race and they basically crushed uh, the USSR's whole like space program, space program. Yeah. But with Flat Earth, nobody benefits from that. I mean, people selling Flat Earth merchandise or like angling for Flat Earth video views yeah, on like, YouTube and getting no, ad revenue. There's like Pythagoras who I mentioned before, wasn't like, if I prove the earth is round, I will be rich and famous as long as I can hold out this lie for thousands of years and fake all physics and math. Okay, so now, and this is kind of where this QAnon stuff is is gaining traction because I don't know, uh, again, it's just like one random guy or a few random guys or girls posting mm-hmm. uh, fucking crazy conspiracy theories about like pedophile rings and deep state um, and... Uh, targeting 
uh, liberal, uh, liberal celebrities and liberal politicians mm-hmm. predominantly. Um, and it's like Illuminati style shit kind of, yeah. but it's like specifically targeting uh, liberals and progressives and making some really dark accusations where it's not just like they're this uh, global conglomerate controlling everything. It's mm-hmm. that they're uh, responsible for endangering children, which... yeah. And the one thing, the reason, sorry, did, did I cut you off? No. I'm I just, I just want to jump in. Like everybody's like, everybody might keep asking about conspiracies. Like, why is it always pedophilia? And the reason that pedophilia is always launched out as these people are pedophiles, they're touching kids or whatever, is because most human beings have a visceral revulsion to kid touchers. Like if you go to jail after you murder, like, a hundred adults, you'll be fine. But if you like murder one kid, they'll like kill you in jail. It's the one crime that is universally frowned upon. So if you want to say, try take down one of America's living saints, Tom Hanks, by calling him a pedophile, it's such a disgusting accusation that you kind of never get the stank off. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, we saw that, uh, what was it, last week, two weeks ago, when we were talking about, like, uh, James Gunn and uh, yeah. all those guys who, like, all you need to do is hint that there could be, could be even, like, the slightest whiff of pedophilia, mm-hmm. and your fucking, your career is fucked forever. Yeah. Like, look at Kevin Spacey. Just kidding. He yeah. Is. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, this is one thing you can't even really joke about it. So... Yeah, like basically what, what we're did seeing. happen to Kevin Spacey? <laughs> Where is that guy today? I don't know. He's probably. I hope he had money in his bank account. That's all I'm he's, saying. He's Q and he's, he's he is Q. He's not making any more. Um, I think the thing that's really being overlooked here is that like a lot. Of, so this all stemmed from uh, one person or a group of people posting anonymous, anonymously on 4chan. One entity. One uh, sh- sure, whatever. Fine. Q the entity <laughs> like from Star Trek. Uh, yeah. Uh, Save that shit for your nerd podcast, man. Um, th- that was the first thing I thought of when I was like QAnon. I was like, what? Like the bean from Star Trek? <laughs> Nobody thought that. Dude, I bet the guy. Nobody thought that. The guy, woman, or group of people, or gender neutral entity that started this whole thing, I bet he called himself Q because of Star Trek. Incorrect. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> This started innocuously enough because of uh, an entity, as Dale so helpfully put it, posting anonymously on 4chan, and it kind of got legs there, and people started disseminating it to the rest of the internet. And now a lot of, uh, I guess, more savvy people are kind of glomming onto it. Like, you look at the the top Q videos on YouTube, and they all have, like, 200, 300,000 hits anyway. Which is a lot. Uh, Yeah, like, people are making bank off of this. Oh, my God. We're we're Could Q, you imagine we're a Q podcast if now. you put up a video and it just got three hundred thousand views? No, like, I will never experience that. What ever. would you do with your life? Like, it's funny because Noah is fucking obsessed with watching these really obnoxious oh uh, family YouTubers who are like they're the most awful people and like everything they do is like it's just the fakest shit. And I'm like fuck you and your shitty like f- totally flawed family that you like fake as perfect yeah. for this YouTube series, but. Uh, he's obsessed with a couple of them. And you look at their lives, like, look at their homes yeah. before they started YouTubing. Yeah. And after they started YouTubing. And these people are making, like, they're Thick. good, good money. 
thick dollars. Good money. So I think everyone's desire to kind of monetize their own little corner of the internet is leading to everyone, like, the rise of the alt-right and Mm -hmm. all these insane fucking conspiracy theories and people um, who might not be smart enough or are just paranoid enough to believe in shit like this. Or just lazy enough. Like... You said before that we looked at three articles and now we're experts on this. How many people do you think aren't going to read three articles or may- maybe read half of one? Yeah. Like, or they'll Google or YouTube something yeah. and they'll take the first hit as like the gospel truth and be like, oh, this has been, uh, you know, vetted by independent. Star-. Like, no, that's not how the Internet works, kids. Yeah. Like TLDR used to be a joke. It's like, haha, too long, didn't read. Now I don't believe anything you said, but it's. Actually, pretty much the way people are acting right now, it's like you'll tell them like the Internet was a blessing because it just gave everybody access to all the information they could ever want. The only thing that's wrong with that is everybody's too lazy to actually look at the information. So they're just believing what people are telling. Like they're believing people who are going like, oh, I looked at the information and this is what it said. And then the people are like, well, that's all TLDR. I'm not reading that. I'll just believe this crazy guy. Yeah, I think all the information that the, the Internet was kind of predicated on the belief that people would be advanced enough to be able to tell truth from fiction totally yeah. on their own. And the funny thing is. Every single time throughout history where they've made an uh, advancement in media like the printing press, the written word, uh, like word processing, they always have to make – they always have like a, like a tryout period and then they have to make all these laws being like, OK – Stop lying to the idiots. Yeah. Like the easiest. Stop uh, selling rubes, fake news yeah. to take their money. The one, the, well, it's kind of a shitty example because it's newspapers and they're not around anymore. But it's like if you had advertising copy, like somebody was like, I want to buy an advertisement in the paper. I'm going to pay for a whole page. And they're like, okay. And they're like, but I want to make it look like it's like an actual journalist yeah, wrote like it. Yeah, like that advertorial yeah, thing, right? Yeah, but so they're like, no, because idiots will believe you. So what you have to do is you have to say it's an advertorial at the top. You have to say it's paid for. And then you have to use a different font. And it has to look vastly different just so people don't accidentally believe it. And now with the internet, it's kind of just like, yeah, nobody's in charge of it, so nobody can regulate what's going on. So they're like, oh, this guy said this. Well, that's probably true. But this guy said this. Well, that's probably true, too. Well, this third guy said something different. Oh, it's all true. Which which one did I believe first? That's yeah. the one that's more likely true Or before I started researching yeah, this Yeah, or it's even like which one will bring me the least amount of social shame if I attach my opinion to that one. Yeah. Hating so, pedophiles? You're usually in the clear. Nobody's yeah. going to judge you too harshly for that. Yeah, exactly. Like, so people are like, oh, Tom Hanks is a pedophile. And like, without researching it, Which, they're going to be like, I don't hate, I don't like Tom Hanks anymore. I burned all my copies of Forrest Gump and Splash and Joe versus the Volcano. And that Carly Rae Jepsen movie video he was in? And Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. And the Carly Rae the Jepsen Carly Rae Jepsen video. And I'm just. His finest work. And not because they believe he did it, but. They're so scared of other people thinking that you would like a person who may who may or may not have touched kids that it's just all out. Like you're just like, ah, clean my hands of it. Yeah. You can't even like Louis C.K. anymore. And all he did was jerk off in front of a bunch of women. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you raise a really good point. Like 
when when they started the whole advertising industry, they yeah. had to start a whole committee, like the truth in advertising standards, yeah. to make sure that people were being honest in their shit. That does not exist for the internet. That will never exist for the internet. Nobody particularly cares if... So you don't have people like Alex Jones or uh, Breitbart or uh, Rebel TV having to put disclaimers saying this is for entertainment only. Yeah. Whereas, should that be regulated now? Yes. Should we... Have we gotten to a point now where we see the damage that just allowing people to believe whatever, like post whatever the fuck they want and then have people believe whatever the fuck they want? Yeah. Has that gotten us to a point where, like, say it got a total insane idiot elected president of the United States? (laughs) Maybe is that the point where we take a step back and say, okay, let's start regulating these things a little bit. You know what? Maybe... You let go total insane idiot is elected president of the United States and then you get total insane idiot is elected mayor of one of the the biggest city in Canada. Then you got to start. Yeah. Like another thing, too, is with all print media and publications and like radio and TV, there's this thing called liable where you can't just say somebody did something they can't because then they sue you because you ruin their reputation. The Internet hasn't progressed far enough to have that like Tom Hanks can't say QAnon libeled me because one nobody knows nobody who knows QAnon who he is. is yeah and there's it's right in this like weird like is it a publication like does my Facebook account count as being published like is that something somebody can look at and say I'm spreading bad news and all this stuff. On the individual level, like if you look at Facebook posts, like I don't think they can. Uh, There were were a couple. So a couple cases where this has come to light. Uh, One um, one was a a Twitter Twitter, a left wing Twitter troll who uh, basically accused actor James Woods, who have you seen what happened to that guy lately? Fucking insane right wing idiot. James Woods. Yeah, James Woods. Yeah. But the guy uh, basically accused James Wood of being a cokehead Mm -hmm. uh, and James Woods sued the guy for for slandering him. Yeah. um, And ended up uh, got a like court order to unmask the guy because he had like an anonymous Twitter account. Yeah. That guy ended up dying. Uh, so nothing really happened in that case. Did he commit suicide? Or I think was he it? might have. Yeah, because his like whole life was over pretty much because James Wood was like, yeah, you know what? Decided to sue him. I'm going to throw some money at this. Which, and- yeah. Which, you know, I don't want to infer anything, but uh, definitely the actions of a cokehead. Yeah. Like, this could be where we're headed. Like, yeah, Twitter counts as publication because it's like, it's, I guess, part of the public record and you can always go back and look at the tweets and they're kind of there forever. Like you can delete them, but then they're like stuck in the cloud or somebody saved them in their like internet bucket. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I'm savvy to a point. Internet buckets. Those <laughs> yeah. are things. So on one hand, you look at this James Wood thing and you're like, fuck, that's terrible. They ruined this guy's life. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, you can't just say shit about super famous rich people. Otherwise, they'll sue you. Just like if this guy had, say, took an ad out in a paper and said, James Woods is a cokehead, everybody would be like, whoa, 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 you can't put that in the paper. Well, yeah, That's no, uh, no, no newspaper will probably run that because they have editorial standards. So the yeah. other situation where this came up was uh, some parents of uh, kids who were killed at Sandy Hook Elementary oh, School yeah. sued Alex Jones. Uh, and Alex Jones' defense lawyer, uh, again, I'm not a lawyer. I I have, like, 
limited to no legal knowledge. Um, but they're defending it under the First Amendment, saying yeah. uh, it's it's a free speech issue. Like Alex Jones should be able to say whatever the fuck he wants on mm-hmm. the Internet uh, without fear of, of, of people trying to censor or silence him. Um, whereas a newspaper has an obligation. They're they're tied. They're regulated by much tighter laws. They, yeah. they have an obligation to be factually correct. Yeah. Um, or they can be sued. So I think in even uh, Alex Jones was sued for. Uh, uh, oh, no, it was like a parental custody thing with his his ex-wife. Yeah. Um, and that went to court. And Alex Jones, they used Alex Jones' like online persona to say, this guy shouldn't be allowed anywhere fucking near his own kids. Yeah. Um, and his defense to that was basically, no, this is a persona. It's an act I do. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a character that I play yeah. online to shill to these rubes. Uh, so I should be able to still still have access. But again, you look at you look at Infowars. It doesn't say for entertainment purposes only. Fucking anywhere on yeah, the site. Yeah, or this is an exaggeration, exaggerated representation of my personality. Which now that you bring it up, Derek, maybe we should uh, be more exaggerated versions of ourselves. And then every time somebody gets annoyed, we could just say, oh, yeah, that's just my persona. I'm uh, actually not like that. And actually, if you want to feel bad about yourself, I think it's because you don't really understand how uh, performance art works because uh, all those times I said super shitty things about you and your family, I was actually trying to evoke a, uh, how you say, emotional outburst from you so that you could feel art. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Ultimate defense. Yeah. Ultimate Ultimate defense defense is your performance artist and then you just start talking super pretentiously and then people like will A, either kill you or just B, like let you go so they don't have to listen to you talk anymore. All right. Well, in conclusion, uh, we all have holes punched in our brains. And Tom Hanks doesn't touch kids until I'm proven otherwise. Yeah. And Carly Rae Jepsen is a legitimate music artist. Did you hear that? Who I like a lot. A fan gave her a sword? I did see that. Yeah, she I, was wielding a, a sword. Yeah, there's, a, there's no... You guys don't which, really need to hear which, about it. Which... How do you even get a sword into a music venue? Uh, it's Canada. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, more dumb things that made you mad online this week. Yes. And we're back. Never gets old. I bet people still hear that and they're like, you know what? I'm not sure. Dale is still the funniest guy on this podcast. He is objectively funnier on my tombstone. That'd be funnier if funnier. That'd be funny if I died before you. And then I put objectively funnier than Derek Bolin on my tombstone. And then people are like, what? (laughs) 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 Yeah, hilarious. Do we want to get in? Do we want to? Okay, so we just talked about how... I can't do any Fortnite dances. Yeah. That... Well, we talked about that because we watched a video of a kid flossing. That's what we do on the breaks. We don't go 
do some quick research so we're more informed. We watch. We do research. We read books. We watch videos of kids floss dancing way too fast so it looks fake. Or we read books like Derek said, which one is the truth? Which, how could all these 10-year-old kids, like, master these dances so easily? Because all they do all day is watch them and then practice. Because, like... You and me, it's like, oh, I got like two hours free time. I'm going to go play video games or fuck. There's this other thing I've been putting off or I should work deal with. or responsibilities. Or, or I should, yeah. Whereas 10 year old kids are like, hey, it's summer. I'm just going to watch hours of flossing videos and then try to do it. Because as a 10 year old, I have such a hard focused mind that I just get obsessed with one thing. And then a week later, I don't give a fuck about it. A real talk. I have spent time. Alone in my living room trying to do Fortnite dances and it usually lasts until I see myself in the mirror oh, and what I'm trying to do. And God. then I'm just like, it's humility. I'm a fucking 38-year-old man. Why? Why am I doing this? As an adult past the age of 30, nothing has ruined my self-confidence more than catching Mirrors. myself doing something <laughs> in the mirror. Like our new place, I moved into a new apartment two months ago and by the front door, there's like a mirror that's like you could see your whole body in. And then like I'll be doing something where I'll be making a face and hunching over and doing something weird. And then I'll walk by and I'll look over and I'll just see myself in the mirror. And I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go sit in the chair and not get up because that was terrifying. That's, I'm and just never going to look at myself again because I'm a misshapen lump of a man who can't do anything gracefully. I mean – Except for that I have rock hard abs and I'm sexy as hell. Yeah. No, there's that. But <laughs> minus those things. Yeah. It, I'm only ugly when I'm trying to be ugly. And then, yeah, no. Yeah, beers are the worst. But you know what we have going for us as uh, elder gentlemen, Dale? When we did a water challenge, we did the ice bucket challenge and we single-handedly stopped ALS. Yes. Well, more that we're smart enough that we're not dumping scalding water on ourselves. Oh. It's more than scalding. It's boiling water. There's a new challenge out like, uh, hey, if you were somehow a dumb person and you didn't get caught with the eating a Tide Pod challenge or the putting lighter fluid on yourself and lighting on fire challenge or the cinnamon challenge or the Kiki dance challenge. Which also a dumb one, I want to say, like jumping out of a moving car. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the Kiki challenge uh, is the the new Drake song, uh, In My Feelings, uh, and there's this challenge going around where people, while video is rolling, uh, jump out of a moving car and do a fucking, I'm, I assume it's in the music video, I don't yeah. actually know, uh, but people do this fucking stupid dance and lip sync along with the song. There's been a couple incidents where people have been like, there's, there's some hilarious videos where people just, like, eat shit trying to get out of the car. Yeah. Those are funny. The ones where people get hit by oncoming cars, those are less funny. Yeah. Uh, the ones where people's cars just, like, people jump out of the driver's seat and then their cars roll away from them. Yeah. Pretty funny. Stop. Stop. Why? Yeah. Why the fuck are you doing this? The only Kiki challenges I've seen are the failed ones where, like, my favorite is... The driver, the guy's driving or girl's driving and taping the person. And obviously they're doing it out of protest because the person who wanted to do it wanted to do it so bad. So they're like, fine, whatever. And then as the person's dancing, they just slam on the brakes <laughs> yeah. and they fucking hit the door and fall down. Those are my favorite. Or accelerate away from the person. Yeah. Just leave them on the side of the road where their dumbass belongs. Yeah, so the... 
uh, theme through all of those challenges I named were they're fucking dumb. And if you somehow managed to skip all those and you made it to the boiling water challenge where you dump a pot of boiling water over your head for whatever the fucking reason and you think there's no way this is real no one's that dumb people gotta know how much boiling water will hurt but there are people getting seriously hurt and going to the hospital with lots of burns either by drinking boiling water or yeah imagine that imagine like the hottest coffee you've ever taken a sip of and how it just fucks up your entire week or Or imagine dumping that coffee on your fucking head. I was reading a story about this kid who, like, dumped boiling water on himself and his skin was falling off of his... So, for those of you who don't know, uh, exposing the human body to uh, crazy amounts of heat, rarely a good idea, can have really long-lasting consequences. And I also have to say this. If you're going to do a challenge... For the internet and YouTube, because you want popularity, uh, the only reason anybody's going to watch it is if you maim yourself, and then you're not going to enjoy it, and it's going to turn into cyberbullying because just the fact that that video exists is going to hurt your feelings. So, I guess it kind of sucks that as self-admitted idiots, we have to be this much smarter than other people. Because it kind of ruins my whole persona of like, ah, whatever, all my mistakes are because I'm dumb. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a happy-go-lucky stupid guy. And then you see this and you're like, well, now i got to be the voice of reason. That just ruins my personal brand. That's not comfortable for either of us. (laughs) Like, we've made it to our almost 40s by not taking life too seriously. But now we're like basically wide old sages just because we don't burn ourselves very badly for likes on the internet. I mean, we did the ice challenge and that sucked bad enough, but I also didn't get that many likes from that. No, we didn't. Disappointing. I blame that it was four years ago before super internet hit. Was it actually that long ago? It's got to be like near that because it was in your old house. It was when you lived in New West. Right. Four years since we've cured ALS. Hey. Hey. People we did who it. used to have we ALS. You're that, welcome. That's the other thing. All these fucking ch- these challenges don't raise money for anything anymore. Yeah. They're just like, hey, look at me being a dipshit on the internet, which, guys, there's enough of that going around. Yeah. You don't have to be any stupider than the next guy. Yeah, exactly. So, in summation, I'd like to say stop being an asshole slash idiot slash tool. Yeah. Also, we researched that for 40 minutes to learn that dumping boiling water <laughs> on yourself is not a good idea. So you're welcome. Yeah. Doing the work so you don't have to. Hey, you have more dumb news. Oh, yeah. Um, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, had to issue a statement telling people to, one, stop washing your condoms and two, stop reusing those washed condoms. Was that a two-parter? Can you, what if I want to like wash my condoms before I throw my condoms out 
so like an animal doesn't drink what it you should something. do is your used condom you should drive to the woods and bury it because <laughs> that is the physical manifestation of your bodily shame that the dear lord told you you have to keep hide it from god's eyes <laughs> yeah because he told you you have to keep it inside your body for your entire life you're only allowed to jizz in heaven i don't know where these babies are coming from but especially better yet Remove condoms completely. Just go out to the woods, dig a hole, jizz into that, bury it. Yeah. It's more efficient. Like, that, that's why there's porn in the woods when we were kids. Remember, you'd always <laughs> just find random porn in the kit in the woods. That would actually make a lot of... You should go onto 4chan and post this <laughs> as a conspiracy theory. See how many people you yeah, can get bought People into it. are jerking off in the woods <laughs> and burying it just, so nobody finds out. The weird thing is they bury their jizz so nobody finds that. But they just leave their porn magazine. Yeah. Like, if I was going to jerk off in the woods. If you were going to let me go do this every on. day. You're going to liable me. Like, I guess we kind of have to explain this for the younger people who grew up with the lovely life of the internet where they could just jerk off willy-nilly wherever they wanted, however they wanted, because the internet's everywhere. So basically, before 1996, there was no internet at home. And we were, I was like 17, 16 in 1996. And you'd be walking through the woods and there used to be this thing. Most porn used to come in the form of a magazine. Like there was Hustler and then there was like dirty ones you could only find at porn stores. I thought Hustler was, there was like Playboy, which was the tame side of things. Yeah. And then there was Penthouse. Oh, yeah. And then there was Hustler. Yeah. And then there was so Hustler was definitely a dirty, yeah, you're dirtier right. variety. I got mixed up with Penthouse. Dirtier, so it was dirty. Basically, you would have physical porn like a magazine, and in a moment of weakness, you'd buy it and you'd like jerk off, and you'd be like, "What the fuck? I can't let other humans know that I'm a disgusting person who jerks off, so I have to get rid of the evidence." But. I don't want to light it on fire because I paid $5 for this porn and I may want to jerk off in the future. So what you would do is you'd hide it in the woods <laughs> and then you'd be jerking <laughs> off in the woods, allegedly. And then so maybe you hear a stick crack, you get scared of bears or somebody's coming. So you just run out of there and you leave your magazine behind. And then like it happened, it had to happen in our childhood like multiple times where you'd just be like walking through the forest on the way home and you'd be like, oh, sweet porn. Yeah, which like looking back, knowing what I know about porno mags now, you, you'd be walking through the woods yeah. and you'd see like a dead animal carcass yeah. and you wouldn't touch it with your bare hands. You'd like poke it with the stick. Yeah, you'd be like, that's disgusting. Probably should have done the same thing with porno mags. Oh, should not definitely. have touched those with your bare hands at oh, all. Because all the cooties think, that are on there? Think of all Ooh. the like, you know, especially the- now when you like to blanket magazines with jizz <laughs> and just leave them <laughs> out in the woods <laughs> in elementary schools and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> think of what you're doing <laughs> to those kids. It's awful. No, now, I just blanket my smartphone. Yeah, <laughs> which, I can, like, I gross. can always wipe that off and then use alcohol on it. <laughs> so basically, where were we? Uh, talking about before we were talking how about how do we even get here oh the cdc right washington uh okay that's interesting yeah so just hump a hole in the woods i guess is our <laughs> yeah. moral of the story like then. this is like the this 
is attached to the pouring boiling water on yourself because that's the only way to clean yourself off after you jerk off. Maybe we solved the case. Maybe these kids are so full of shame after they jerked off in the woods that they're dumping boiling water on themselves. So they're like, ah, that's my second um, like christening. Ba- baptism. Yeah, it's my second baptism. I am now clean Scald in the eyes the of the Satan Lord. Scald the Satan off of you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is uh, probably a ploy by Big Condom to, uh, <laughs> Big <laughs> to, condom. <laughs> to get us <laughs> to get us to buy more condoms because like. You could take a Ziploc baggie and you could wash and reuse that. So you could. Why? Not as a condom. My Alo, who's to say you can't do that? Yeah, I mean scientists. Oh, you believe scientists? Oh, you <laughs> believe the condom industry when they tell oh, you you should bl- wash? <laughs> you know who wants you to wash your condoms? People who think the Earth is round. Yeah, that's who. Science. They've got their fingers in everything. Big condom. <laughs> One, the Earth condoms. is round, and two, you got to buy a new condom <laughs> every big time. Condom. <laughs> Second of all, I feel like this might be. I'm going to go full SJW here. This is very. Uh, this is a classist position to take because oh, yeah. you know who can afford. To A, buy condoms for starters, and B, buy, like, you know, Multiple wholesale condoms. pallets full of condoms. <laughs> Rich people. Whereas, rich. Do we want to get race involved, or are we just going to leave it a rich? Are, well, I, was I gonna, think in the climate <laughs> that we're in right now in the world, let's just leave it a rich just, people. Yeah. Rich people. Of multiple any nationalities. Any in the world. Uh, as long as you're rich. Buy condoms. Buy Poor, poor people. Who? Poor, poor people are probably the people who are washing and reusing those bad boys. Yeah, I mean, how much do condoms cost? I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't just add that because I, I use condoms and I know how much they cost all the time. I'm not one of those guys. Uh, I'm not a sailor. Yeah, I too. Uh, They're I'll, like what? Like I don't know, fifty cents for a hundred. Let's see. <laughs> I don't Can think that's true. Get them for the old. I remember the last time I bought condoms was from the condom ferry. And I gave her ten dollars, and I oh, took. Oh, whatever five happened pounds. to that? There used to be this lady who would walk around downtown Vancouver on yeah. like uh, Friday and Saturday nights, yeah. and she would uh, just give basically give condoms. you handfuls of condoms in exchange for a donation. Yeah, uh, and she would give them money to battered women to buy them new teeth, which is very nice of her. It's. It kind of sucks because then you have to think about battered women and it kind of ruins the rest of your night. So you don't want to use those condoms. But she is doing the Lord's work by providing a service for these women who have suffered. Yeah. So she did that. Turned that to a weird place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the last time I bought condoms. And 12 condoms for eight dollars. Uh, works out to about 73 cents each well, here. It's not that uh, much. For Durex Sensithin Ultra Fine Lubricated Condoms. Oh, if from you want to be a fancy boy about it, ultra thin, thin walled condoms. Where's uh, my military grade double ply? What is this? What's that? You can buy vibrators at Walmart now? What? Durex Play Delight Vibrating Bullet. Wait, uh, like a vibrator that's shaped like a bullet? Or a bullet you shoot out of the gun that vibrates. Dur- <laughs> Not that second one. That would mess up your accuracy big time. <laughs> like, how are you going to hit a target with feel. that? I'd be like, oh, you shot me. But thanks. It feels great. It tickles my insides. <laughs> it, 
Is this what orgasm? I bet we could solve the gun control debate by introducing (laughs) vibrating bullets that you shot from a gun. If if getting shot gave you a climax, nobody would shoot people because they don't want the people they hate to have a climax. They'd be like, I'm not going to shoot you. You'll just jizz in the forest. No (laughs) comprende, friendo. Gonna take you out to the woods, <laughs> fill you full of vibrating bullets. That's gonna can. be the tagline for this podcast going forward. I don't want you're gonna jizz in the forest. <laughs> let's let's put it on a coffee mug. Hey, remember the beginning of the episode when I said, "Hey, I'm gonna do more research, and I want people to think I'm smart." Yeah, you nailed it. The only way I could disprove that is by talking until people eventually know how dumb I am. Uh, <laughs> apparently, being dumb can work in your last piece of news here. Uh, Steven Seagal, beloved action hero Steven Seagal, <laughs> who apparently was Russian this entire time. Was he? He's a Russian guy. Uh, was recently uh, appointed to the... Did you have any last words on the condom thing? No. Okay. I, I think I've said probably <laughs> more than I should have about the condom thing. Uh, I just... I don't know where to come at with Steven Seagal. Like, even... When he was like young and trim in the 80s action movies, he was still kind of like my least favorite on the tier of action. Like number one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Number two, like Van Damme. Then Chuck Norris. And then like, I don't know, Jet Li and all the other like. But Steven Seagal is near the bottom. Uh, my favorite thing about Steven Seagal is how he now looks like the bad guy in a 1980s Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> like, fucking goatee. Tinted uh, glasses. T- tinted circular glasses. Ponytail. Uh, po- full on ponytail. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. He was born in Lansing, Michigan. What the fuck? That's not Russia at all. Anyways. Oh, he's married to, uh, a I'm Russian? guessing, a Russian? Okay. Uh, he was made a special U.S. Russia envoy. Um, but who made him this? Russia or the Russia. U.S.? Oh, okay. Uh, the Russian Foreign Ministry made the announcement on its official Facebook page, saying the unpaid position was similar to that of a United Nations goodwill ambassador, and Seagal would promote U.S.-Russia relations in the humanitarian sphere. This is bonkers. Like, I thought U.S. Remember the good old days when... USA and Russia just hated each other. Yeah. And it was like, they were going to come destroy us, or we were going to go destroy them. You made the movie Red Dawn, and the biggest fear was that Russians would come over the ocean, fly over Canada, and then take over the USA. It wasn't that Donald Trump had secret meetings with them, but then he didn't, and then he had a public meeting with him. But it was all weird, and now they hate each other, and now they like each other. Yeah, I much prefer, like, I would absolutely bring the Cold War back over this, like, ambivalent bullshit where it's like, okay, like, we like them on the surface, but they're doing all this shit. There was uh, an article this week um, about, just in case you thought Canadians were safe from the Russian troll farms, uh, there was an article posted this week where... Uh, they dug through a lot of the data from from these Russian troll farms, and they did find all these instances where they had targeted Canadians on hot button uh, Canadian no. topics as well. So just in case you thought our porous brains oh were God. safe from meddling. Oh, my God. Um, I would love to see what hot button what they, Canadian Yeah, it's like are. the maple syrup theft. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it? It was the mosque shooting in, uh, in Montreal. Oh, it that. was the... Uh, 
fuck. I, I linked it in the doc. You can pull it okay. up. Okay. Um, uh, right there. That's the goal. Oh, this this fella. This one? No, this that's not a link. You can't just cop, copy paste that bad boy. Control C. Control C, Control V, buddy. Uh, put it in here. Uh, it was definitely the mosque shooting. It was... Uh, Canadian oh, Football Canadian League. Football League protesting <laughs> national anthem, which I don't know. Kiris Mogul, Mogui, Mogui. That's a weird name. Um, oh, Cana- Canadian NHL player considered taking a knee during the anthem. Yeah. So. Uh, oh uh, yeah, Canada. Oh, spike in border crossings yeah. uh, when people started fleeing the U.S. Yeah, like. Yeah, I guess but it's... But it's working, right? Oh, like, and then there's the pipeline one, which you'd figure would be yeah. obvious. Which, like, the, it's so they take these really divisive hot-button topics and they, like, totally blow them out of proportion on either side and kind of try... And, and as a, like, as a tactic, this is, like, crazy effective. Oh, yeah. Uh, we like, saw how divided the U.S. is right now. We see a lot in Canada. I guess this is, like, this is the newest form of propaganda. Like, it used to be... In World War II, the Germans would drop pamphlets on the Allied troops and they'd be like, oh, your government doesn't like you. They're sending you to die. Yeah. And uh, now it's just like some guys who are probably similar to us in some place in Russia on uh, the Internet typing up and being like, oh, silly Canadian. <laughs> that was a French accent. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, silly oh, Canadian. You think you are silly. I will drink my wine and eat my cheese. <laughs> One of your favorite NHL players is going to take a knee. <laughs> oh, yeah, they probably actually did that. No, that's uh, what, that was one of them. They oh, said, the NHL. That's really? A, a Canadian NHL player was going to take a knee during the anthem. But Jesus. Because that's the only sport we can tell. But so they push these, like, these are issues that, like, people probably wouldn't normally give a fuck about. Or might, like, like tangentially, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, like, sure, I kind of care about it. But, oh, the Fort McMurray fire was another big spike. Where oh, really? They were impersonating left-wing activists being like oh. Fort McMurray deserved it because they denied climate change. I remember seeing a bunch of those. Yeah, and yeah. it turns out it, it wasn't... I mean, you'd have to be a special kind of dickhead uh, to... Like, I'm... You know, I care about environmental causes or whatever, mm-hmm. but to say that a burning city totally deserved... But, like, people bought into that shit and it divides... Uh, it makes uh right wingers hate leftists and yeah. then the left turns around and hates the right and i think a lot of this animosity is actually coming from like these troll farms who have figured out this is the easiest way to erode democracy is like make sure the two sides are pitted against each other constantly yeah. like the easiest way to to, ve- to defeat an enemy is to get that enemy to fight itself so if you get like identity politics all up in a frenzy and the left separates from the right and then they attack each other and then you can just march in through Alaska and fucking take over the whole fractured fucking continent and yeah. uh, that's that's that that's how Russia's going to eventually win the cold war who could have predicted this yeah it only took 30 years the longest of long cons. I mean, <laughs> luckily, we have Steven Seagal there to yeah. uh, to mend that bridge. Who's going to be uh, making amends humanitarian-wise, maybe fighting some bad guys? I mean, I, I think there's going to be some fucking badass 
photo ops that come out of this probably, but I don't really know what other practical use Steven Seagal will serve. Uh, although he has been quite vocal in defending uh, the Russian government for fucking around in the, the U.S. election 2016. So, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. The most surprising thing about this thing that you linked was that they were uh, the troll farms were active in Canada as far back as January 15th. Or, or January 2015. 2015. Like, it doesn't say what they're doing, but you're like, oh, shit, that's like, be, that's pre-Trump. Yeah. Well, I guess that's pre-Trump. Wait, did he eh, take that over? That was about when he started. Because the election was in 16, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that would have been, that would have been like when Trump was still never going to win and was still a joke and people didn't take it seriously. They're like, <laughs> Trump, whatever. And then maybe the whole reason, oh, man. This is a deep conspiracy. Let's, deep <laughs> let's dig, dig deep state coming at you. Yeah. All right. Any closing thoughts? Uh, do we have anything in the mailbag? No. Should I not bring it up because it's embarrassing? I was hoping you was. wouldn't. Oh, okay. Because normally we get pretty good at gay. It was uh, Pride in Vancouver today, so I'm assuming everyone's fucked up on some form of substance. Yeah. Uh, and was unable happiness to tell. Happiness, Or happiness. Just They're straight fucked up. up on yeah, freedom high, to express high, themselves. High on happiness and appreciation of the corporate uh, ownership. Freedom of, to be in love with whoever they want, yeah, Derek. Yeah, no, that, that. Love you is know, love, Tr- Derek. Trudeau was in town. Everyone was. Oh, uh, wow. What could go wrong with Trudeau in yeah, town? Yeah, no, Trudeau was here celebrating wait, pride for wait, some wait, photo wait, ops. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me there was a pride parade. And Trudeau was there? I know. Fucked up, right? He does, like, he came all the way from Tur- Toronto or wherever do you, he lives. Do you know where the yeah, capital of Canada is? Right? There we go. Which is in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, Christ. he came all the way from Ottawa just to be in a pride parade. I know. It's amazing. To look better, to... This prime 22 minister, to 34 year old. No, that doesn't no, sound Dale. Right. He was here to help the gays overcome their long history of persecution and oppression in Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, Davey that's Street what he was here. Davey very Street. hostile to them for many years. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, thanks for not being angry about stuff this week, you shitheads. We really appreciate you. Well, giving it is us a material. long weekend. Everybody's probably out. Uh, my hairdresser told me that this weekend is... Ooh, ladies, Dale has a hairdresser because he has hair that requires cutting every so often. <laughs> it's great clips, and it's less than $20. <laughs> I love that place. <laughs> $7 haircut sale. It's like, fuck it yeah. It is amazing because now... You, I was at home and I was like, "Oh, great clips!" And you could check in online. Oh yeah, I do it all. Well, I like, did it. They're like, when I had air. They're like a twenty-minute wait, and you're like, "Sweet!" So you go down there in twenty minutes, and they're like, "They're like, hey, you want us to cut your hair?" And yeah. How do you want to <laughs> cut it? I don't care. It's twenty dollars. <laughs> it's great Just clips. Like, make it shorter make, than it make is. Make there be less hair on my head than yeah, there was like when I walked in. This back part <laughs> is tickling my neck, and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> so as long as you like get that. And don't make me look too stupid. I'm fine. See, when I just started buzzing my head, I was like, I can't justify paying twenty dollars for this anymore. Yeah, like f- fuck that. I'm gonna yeah. get. I'm gonna you gotta get. Gotta make them work for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style my hair. Yeah, yeah. Do you want product in your hair? No, because I have to go shave. Because you got shit all over my <laughs> body because it only costs twenty dollars. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, wait. I got a. Finish mentioning why I brought that. Right. Okay. So anyway, we my hairdresser told the hair. me that August long weekend is always slow in town because 
people go out of town and go camping and stuff because it's the last long weekend before their kids go back to school. No, that's Labor Day. That is literally the last long weekend before kids go back to school. I am going to write a sternly <laughs> worded email to my hairdresser. Great Clips hairdressers aren't as reliable as they used to be, what I guess. Fuck? That is the, on the information last time I front. banter with a stranger. <laughs> it is never, nothing good ever comes from small talk. Uh, what's, uh, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Do I don't do care. Do the hey. thing where we tell people to go hey. find us? hey. Hey, hey, you everyone. You can find us hey. jizzing in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but while we're jizzing in the woods, if you want to tweet at me, uh, I am Derek Bolin on Twitter. I am at Herder. <laughs> I am Dale DeRuder on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. <laughs> We, uh, you can also tweet us collectively at Outrage Fact Pod or like us on Facebook at Outrage Fact Pod. You can hashtag us because you're hip young kids who do the hashtag thing. You can uh, tag us in all your hot water challenge videos. <laughs> uh, if you've listened this far, please consider going to where you get your podcast and leaving us a nice review. Uh, if you include the words jizz in the woods in it, I will give you special recognition on our next episode. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Tell your friends about us because uh, nobody should suffer alone. So yeah. listen to us too. If, if you're ever sitting there wondering why you fucking waste your life yeah. uh, listening to this shitty podcast, it might help to have someone to commiserate with. So, yeah. Tell your friends about us. Yeah. Because you want when you want to make inside jokes and. Me and Derek don't really go out in public, so you got to find a friend <laughs> to talk to, talk. get them to the listen, yeah. <laughs> and then you can make all the references to this podcast you want, and it'll be hilarious. Yeah, uh, particularly our new catchphrase, which, <laughs> which, as a reminder, is jizz in the woods. Uh, thanks for listening. Until next week. Stay angry. <laughs> you were thinking about saying jizz in the woods there. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> all right, stay angry. <laughs> Do I be out?